On today's job board, Casey joins the show, talks about COVID and selling fertilizer, the Jingwings Invitational, what makes a course look good, playing true north, new etiquette, and a listener question. Today's episode is brought to you by golf clubs. Golf clubs, from the driver to the putter and everything in between, golf clubs are required. Golf clubs, it'd be impossible to play golf without them. And now, let's tee off. to episode number 17 of From the Jingweeds. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let me check in with Dan. Dan, what is up here on a Tuesday night? Not much. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Well, we got a guest in the room tonight. Um, it is Casey. He works for Southwest Turf Support. Uh, Casey, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and uh, what's going on? Not a whole lot. You did a pretty good job. Uh, my name's Casey. work for Southwest Turf Support. I uh, was a superintendent prior to... Jumping into what they call the dark side of sales, I guess. Uh, so I'm here to join you guys on episode 17. Let's get this baby rolling. So uh, we might as well just fucking get right to it. Um, you guys have heard me talk about it before, about friends or family that we've heard that had COVID, and Casey is the one that I've discussed that has it. And we've touched on what he went through, what he was telling me about it was like, kind of prepared Dan a little bit for what he kind of felt. And uh, we're just going to dig into it, man. So... Let's bring it back to the beginning. We were, me and you were playing golf, and we were sitting at lunch with another superintendent. Right. So uh, as you and I know, and now you know, uh, we were at a Hack Attack event. Um, what was that? Like June 15th-ish, something like that? Somewhere in there, yeah. It was at Dove Valley. Uh, so, yeah, and had, a, had a, a pretty quick uh, lunch, and conversation um with a couple of superintendents and their sales rep and uh got a call that next friday from one of the superintendents saying he had tested positive for covid um after he'd gotten home from playing golf and so which is interesting june 15th and or whatever it was wednesday and he tests positive friday two days back correct. then it yep. took to get a test correct yeah let's uh let's pull out the calendar here and just get the exact date so we're not <laughs> guessing um so that was June 17th, a Wednesday, was when we played. Um, got a call on the 19th yep. that he had tested positive, which by the way, I've, I've, I've talked to the superintendent, uh, I've told him privately, and I guess I'm gonna do it publicly now, I wanna thank him for, for making that phone call. Yeah, um, for sure. I've got uh, someone in my family who is very uh, um, vulnerable, I guess, um, to, to what I guess this disease could, or virus could do to him, so, we decided at that moment, my wife and I, that we were going to eliminate all contact with, 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 with uh, that family member. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, I appreciate him making that phone call. It's not an easy phone call to make, uh, as you'll find out. I, I, I had to make him. Yeah. Um, so I went in the 19th, got tested, um, stayed home until the 24th when I got my results back, and they were negative. So yeah, I went out and worked. I got tested at the same time because I was at lunch, and it was, yeah, the 23rd. I got them the day yep. before you, and I was negative. Yep. So uh, got tested, got the results back. They were negative. Um, 
and I guess I'll back up a little bit. I'll give you part of my testing experience. So I went to a, a facility close to my house that uh, the superintendent had given me the address to and name to, and it was a three-hour wait to get in. Um, an hour and a half of that was outside in open air. Uh, I would say half the people in line were wearing masks, half of them weren't. Uh, and they all, I would assume, had some reason for being there, whether they had gotten sick or they had known someone who had gotten sick in, in, in my instance. Um, and then the other hour, hour and a half of that was inside an enclosed area. With no the same people. With the same people. The same people. No more than yeah. five or six feet away from somebody. The right? place yeah. I tested at, there were three of us in there as patients, me, my wife, and one other girl, and there were three employees. So it was just... And that yeah. place was the cleanest doctor's office I've ever seen. So there's a difference right there right. in the testing. Yeah. So, so I did that process um, and then stayed home and got the results back and went back to work that uh, Thursday and Friday, which would have been the 25th and 26th. Uh, I, I uh, saw four guys in those two days um, and then was home obviously Saturday and Sunday with the family and got sick Sunday night. So Sunday night around seven o'clock, I would say I started just feeling off. Right. And went to my temperature, and just because we're all kind of self-aware of what's going on, uh, maybe somewhat paranoid, um, and had a fever of 100 degrees. And so I kind of looked at my wife and said, shit, I've got it. Yeah. And uh, I went to bed probably eight o'clock that night, and from, I would say, 8 o'clock till 6 o'clock the next morning, just had the chills, uh, real fluish-like symptoms, yep. uh, sweating, just couldn't get warm, you know, freezing. You know, I think everyone's experienced that before. Um, and woke up the next morning and went and got tested again. And uh, so that was the now, 22nd. Now, when you were, you were also fairly sick in, like, January. With like flu, correct. Flu, yeah. Like so, so back in January, uh, it was the it was right around the week of the Phoenix Open, uh, and it was about a, I would say seven to ten days. I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, couldn't that pretty much bed. ended your mountain biking season. Yeah, and you know, that's my <laughs> wife. I'm I'm a real lady, I guess, yeah. when I get sick, yeah. and so uh, I felt really sick. She didn't think I was that sick because she had had a similar illness, uh, but she like she let me know every day when I couldn't get out of bed that I'm. I'm being a real bitch. <laughs> and would you say that that sickness was worse or? A thousand times worse. A thousand, okay. a thousand times worse. As you were done in my experience. three weeks, three weeks done, we were biking, I'd yeah. call you, you want to yeah. go, no, still feel like yeah. shit, still feel like yeah, shit. Yeah, that, okay. that was definitely by far the worst. And so I, I had gone and got an antibody test back in like April maybe, uh, or, or May, first part of May maybe, uh, when this all kind of started, I was like, you know what? You know, now that more information's coming out, and they're saying maybe this has been here since, you know, December, or January. Right. I'm thinking, okay, maybe I've already had, maybe I had some antibodies. Yeah, maybe, right. I've, maybe I've experienced this, and, and I think everyone's kind of had that feeling of, I was really sick in December, January, February. Right. Maybe I've already had it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The way the way that the media portrays this is like you're on your deathbed. I haven't well, been that, fucking sick yet, so I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that, I've been sick yet. That week, I felt like I was on my deathbed, and so and and but there wasn't the hysteria of of what we're going through now, right? And so you're just kind of sitting there, and you're you're just like, I'm sick. I'm gonna ride this thing out and try to get better and, and do the do the right things. So, right. So anyhow, um, antibody test in, in April or, or March, whenever I took it, came back negative. Um, and so 
Got sick on Sunday, got retested on Monday the 22nd, got the results back on Wednesday the 24th, and they were positive. Um, so, so Monday night, uh, mild fever, woke up Tuesday morning and felt pretty normal, pretty normal. Yeah. Um, and I, I isolated in my house. You know, we were fortunate enough to have uh, kind of a, a guest master uh, room with a bedroom or with a, with a bathroom in our house where I could kind of just go isolate and hopefully not infect our, our my wife and then our, our three-year-old son, um, which is tough. That must really. have been fucked yeah. up. So your three-year-old can't hang out with, yeah. dad, with dad and doesn't know no, why the fuck he's locked. And you have to experience the same thing, Dad. Yeah. You have to sit in the other room and it's hard. Can't wrestle. Can't do shit. Yeah. It, Don't come near me. Yeah. yeah. It was. He would talk to me under the door, uh, which, <laughs> which you know you know Calvin. So yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's comical, but you know it's when you hear it, when you just hear that your three year old talking to you under the door, it's it's sad. Oh yeah. Right. Because you guys understand. You know, every day it's dad. You still sick? Yeah, but I'm still sick. Okay. Let me know when you get better. I don't want your germs. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So that that sucked. And and. You know, for me personally, it was more mental than it was physical. Yeah. So we you know, asked you that. So yeah. some one of the guys asked you that day was like, "All right, scale of one to ten, you know, ten being the worst. Where are you?" And I think your answer was two physically, yeah. eight mentally. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you sit there and you every little you know glitch you have in your body, you know, uh, you feel like okay, another another symptom is coming yeah. on, or another side effect is coming on, yeah. and is, is, is this it? You know, you read these stories, and, you, and you, you watch these stories about people who are, are my age or younger who uh, recover, yeah. and then, you know, two or three weeks later, they're in the hospital for, for, for whatever reason. Yeah, right. Um, yep. You know, whether it's a, some sort of... Uh, heart attack yeah, issue yeah, or, or blood, blood clots, clots or, yeah. or respiratory failure, whatever it may my be. My fucking legs are numb. My, yeah, so, you know, so I did experience some of that stuff. And um, so the mental stuff was hard, and then it was really hard on my wife, you know, trying to work and watch a three-year-old. You know, we, yeah. we, we had child care. We asked them to stay away, obviously, um, until we had gotten through 10 days, yeah. which is what our doc my, the doctor that I had went and uh, seen recommended, hey, do 10 days of isolation. And then after that, you're, you're good to go. Yeah. Right. So, um, so we did that. So 10 days, my wife's like, okay, Hey, it's time for you to come out. It's, I need help. Mm -hmm. Right. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm losing my mind and I, and I, and listen, I totally get it. Right. Yeah. Anyone who has kids and three-year-olds totally gets it too. Yes. Um, so, so we're looking at now we're at the, we go through the 4th of July weekend, I guess. Um, so we're like July 6th, maybe. Um, when I come out, it feels like it was yesterday you had yeah. that all this went on. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how the summer's been going on the right. golf course yeah. at fucking 700 miles an hour every day. So I think July 6th, I come out of the bedroom um, and still stay home, stay isolated. And I want to say it was July 10th that I finally went out. So that would have been like 12 days after testing positive. Yeah. Um, and no symptoms. So after that Tuesday, I didn't have any physical symptoms as far as uh, fever right. or, or chills or, yeah. you know, at the time, there's times I felt like maybe I had some respiratory issues as far as tightness in my chest, yeah. um, shortness of breath maybe, 
And um, we've talked about, you know, I think there was two episodes ago, we, we talked about having these fitness, you know, tracker yeah. devices, sleep patterns, respiratory things. So you wear the Whoop as well. We've both I do. had it for yeah. months. So, yeah, I'm glad you touched on that. So, so that was one of the, the, the key We're not advertising. This is like free advert- yeah. advertisement <laughs> for Whoop, but I would recommend that Dan has a Garmin thing. Anything that does this thing, it'll fucking start making you think about your body. And like, I, I haven't had anything, but I look at it every day as the symptom because there is they're checking they're finding out that your respiratory rates right. go through the roof and so, your recovery is a dog shit and your you know your hrv is real low right and so, you may not be feeling anything you're right. feeling normal anyways so i was obviously i wear the whoop i've been wearing it i think, so I think we got about the same time yeah, almost october, october or last year right um and uh so i started following obviously pj's tour pj tour started back up and I was watching that, and, and we had seen a couple of the players there um, test positive or have their, their, their symptoms showed up on their whoop strap, whether like right. you said the respiratory rate went, went way up. You know, if they were hovering around a 14 um, breaths per minute, it went up to like 18, yeah. right? And so, and the recovery came, came way down. And even, they were, even though they were asymptomatic, they went and got tested um, and came back positive. And so, I had noticed a three-day decline in my recovery, and I couldn't figure out why. I was thinking, I'm like, this is really weird. I'm not, I'm not drinking. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything where I could be like, okay, that's why my yeah. recovery is so low. Mm-hmm. And just every day, it's just going down and down and down and down. And then uh, Sunday, it got down to like five percent. My respiratory yeah. rate was still normal. Woke up Monday morning, recovery was really low. Respiratory rate went from I want to say like a 14.9 to a 17.8 or yeah. something, just spiked. Yeah. And if you, and if you, if you wear these whoop straps, you understand they only fluctuate. A decimal, know, point. decimal point Yeah, a day, five decimal right? points a day. It may You see a number jump one, it, it, you're kind of wondering what's yeah. going on, right? And so that's when I said, I've got it, 100% I've got it. Yeah. You know, just, just you following you kind of what the screenshotted me and yeah. I was like, yeah, you got it. Yeah, and so that was kind of the other indicator that, okay, yeah, this is so, you know, through those 10 days of, of isolation, my numbers recovered um, and everything went back. My recovery went back up. My respiratory rate came down. My heart rate um, variability uh, went up and my resting heart rate came down. But those recoveries were 40% now at this point. Yeah, they were kind of dog shit recoveries, yeah. as if you were going after right. it the night before. Right. That's how your body's recovering by not doing a yeah. goddamn thing. Right. So it's very minimal, but yeah. you're alive, Right. you know. So, um, so where are we at? We're like July 10th now, uh, the 13th of July, I'm 14 days into COVID and I get retested, um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one and probably the main reason is, uh, being in sales. I, I see a handful of guys every day, Yep. you know, obviously the two of you sit yep. that are sitting here. Um, and I've had a couple of, of uh, customers ask me to show them a negative test. And so I thought, okay, for peace of mind, I'm going to get retested and hopefully I provide a negative yeah. test and I can show them. And that way everyone's, everyone feels better about the situation. Right. And needless to say, I, I mean, it, rarely are we in close proximity during meetings. It's usually we're standing outside yeah. or we're in the shop or if we're even in your office, there's your big desk. Yeah. Right. Way, right. Yeah. Um, so I've always felt I've always felt pretty safe about that. Fortunately, we've been practicing these social distancing things where we've been, yeah. you know, ten plus feet away. 
We are in Phoenix. It's 115 outside. You know, meetings are pretty brief. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, I look at the way that I lived basically through the whole outbreak and the shutdown, and it was business as usual for us, really, Dan. It was, we went to work every day. Yeah. We went to work. These guys, and you practice probably as safe as any one of my other buddies. Yeah, so that's you know, kind of. Just being locked in because, you know, you know, your wife had to go home for work. Yep. You had to go, you know, you had the opportunity to stay home for work or none of us wanted you out. Right. You know, it was kind of protocol that you guys weren't going to go out and see people. So you shut yourselves down. So it's crazy that you lived it pretty much locked up in the house and then you step outside and whack. Yeah, it's so it's it's been so we said June 17th. It's a vitamin D. Yeah, June 17th to to basically um, July 20th. It's been living with COVID, either thinking you had yeah. it and test negative, then test positive and feel better. You're out moving around, you know, trying to exercise a little bit more, feeling good, and then boom, still positive. Yeah. And, but you wait 14 days for a test result, right? So how do you, that's 14 days ago. Mm -hmm. um, so needless to say, so I'm, when's I'm, the done, next I'm test? done getting You're tested. Done? I'm done. <laughs> I, I was gonna agree with you 100%. So, Until you um, start getting symptoms again or whatever, but you feel you've had it. I'm done. I think I've, you gotta move on. Yeah, and, I'm, and, and you know, I'm sharing my story, uh, just to let people know uh, my experience, right? right? Everyone's experience is different. And I'm not, I'm not saying this is, is or isn't serious. I'm just sharing my experience with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some, some tests uh, down the road to see if there's any long-term effects with my heart or my yeah. lungs. So you, um, the blood plasma. So the plasma, yeah. So I uh, obviously, you know, uh, I want to try to turn a negative thing into a positive thing. And if I can donate plasma to help people who are sick and, and fighting this recover quicker um, or have a better chance of recovering, then I was going to do that. And so I went to a donation site um, a week ago Sunday, I went and kind of a consultation with them. And so things are still a little bit in the air because it, I, I wasn't really convinced that they were going to use the plasma to um, help people who were sick. Talking to them, it was it was a business and so they're paying me for my plasma which is great yeah uh but they were going to take that plasma and probably develop a vaccination which is also great but they're racing yeah. to, they're racing to make money yeah and and in my thought process in, the, in 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 this was i want to help people who are sick now yeah yep you know i think there's 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 plenty of, of smart people out there who can who can develop a a, a vaccine or and they get plenty of backing money right so to, to take so much backing money right. and all of that shit that well i know there's gotta be a lot of money because i know the money they were going to pay me to, for my plasma was a lot <laughs> and so um so I, I was a little skeptical when i left and so i haven't gone back so i i, I may find somebody else or somewhere else to go i don't know you know, at least anybody, get a second a, opinion about the yeah, whole Yeah, if there's anybody out there who knows of, of, of sites or, or organizations who are taking plasma donations, then I'll definitely reach out to them. Right. You know, I'm not looking for the financial gain. And I was a little shocked when they said, hey, we're going to pay you almost $1,000 for this. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, well, yeah, and we're going to try to develop a vaccination. I'm like, well, aren't you giving it to sick people? Well, maybe. 
And like, ah, yeah. not, not what I was looking for. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. So, um, so I think that's been, I think that's kind of the gist of what, it. What, uh, just a off kind of yeah. weird question. Cause I've heard different things. What blood type are you? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. So I, that, that I've heard. I guess you would have found that out if you would have donated maybe, plasma. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not aware of that. Um, you know, and, and I guess kind of going back to the COVID stuff, I've had some mild um, side effects, I guess you would say. You know, you, you go talk about like yeah, numbness fog, in, their, yeah. in, their, in their arms and legs, um, the foggy brain. Yeah. I've experienced a lot of that. Right. And it's, got, it's gotten better. <laughs> you the, did it on the golf course the <laughs> other day and, and went to fucking space, literally space. And you, and you were telling us like a hole and a half or through holes before that, how that was a symptom. And you're just like, See, there it was. Yeah. You're like, there it was. It's, this is dead brain. It, it's it's wild. I mean, it's gotten better. It's gotten a lot better. But there'd be nights I'd be sitting there reading uh, my son a book, and he's three, and so these books are like you know two sentences a page, right? <laughs> and I'm staring at it, and it's like the elephant is gray, and I and I can't read it. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I just I can't comprehend what's going on. I'm like, and I just close the book and. I by the time you would have been. <laughs> well, you didn't read the book. <laughs> I can't read. I can't read. Yeah, like, and, and hey, so, you read it. Yeah, it's it's We've scary. We've been doing this every goddamn night. You can't fucking read this yeah. thing by now. It's 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 scary. And then there's some there, some of the numbness stuff was weird. Um, Where was that happening? Your fingers? Your no, my my arm, my right arm, would just 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 go completely like numb, and like your fingers would would tingle, and just sitting there, not doing anything. Yeah. And, and so I monitor the whoop strap too. I monitor my heart rate, the seed. And, and I, yeah. I would say it's a tick elevated, but again, I've kind of reverted back to my ways of boozing. Yeah, and, right. You're and, living life. And, and you know, I, I don't go to bed super early. And um, so I, I take that into consideration as well. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all weird. It's all been, yeah, it's been a weird ride sitting on this side of it. I mean, the whole time. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's a fucked up thing in the, you know, we were talking earlier, the, the results and the craziness about like what's coming back is, you know, who's getting results and who's not getting results. We were at lunch yesterday talking about it and fucking people that are going into testing lines, you know, to get tested, they figure out it's a two hour wait. They fucking say, they say, fuck this, we're out of yeah. here. They never even get tested and fucking within time, better time than people that are getting tested. That's what I heard was like seven days, six days. People that are actually taking the test, taking 13, 14 days to get tests back. These people walk out of line and they get a fucking thing in the mail that says they're either positive or negative. Never took a test. Yeah. Within yeah. like five or six days. Yeah. Like, so all that shit, like why can't this fucking get right? You know, where are the, all the lies? What the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. That's kind of, okay, we got it. It's a fucking sickness. But what are you making up lies for? It, it can't be political. This is, it's gone too far. You know, baseball start, or sports, we've talked about. Shit wouldn't shut down if it wasn't real. But what the fuck? Now we can't even get good numbers. We can't get real hard facts. Well, I, th I, think that's, I think that's a big part of it is, is... It's great that they're opening up these testing sites, right? And so the last place I went and got tested at was a, a free testing site that they had opened up. And it was at like a, 
like a U-Haul facility, yeah. more or less, right? It was a, a big commercial building. You pulled up, you parked. Uh, the National Guard was there directing you, and they walked up and they swabbed you. Not, not the National Guard, but the, yeah. the, the, the doctor or the nurse or whoever it was, right? And so that's awesome. That's great. That's available. But it can't take 14 days or 13 days in my right. case. It just can't. And, yeah. and, and so, and good luck contact tracing, right? So if this is my first test, if I was sick, you know, I was getting retests. This is, so if this is my first test, um, I've, I've, it's been 14 days and I've seen a lot of people because it's what I was getting retested and I've, I felt better yeah. for 30 days, right? I, I went past the whole 10 days and 72 hours of no symptoms and I've, I've, I was 30 days of, of not seeing anybody before I really went back out into public. Um, but not everybody does that. No. Nobody has the luxury to do that. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so if, if I, you know, had a, in, in my case, uh, if I was 21 and I was bartending and I had a mild case where I normally, I normally wouldn't even have taken my temperature right. on it if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Um, I would have just been like, oh, I'm sick for a day. That's weird. Whatever. I'm over it. And now you're right? wilding back And up. now I'm going back out. And I'm going back to work. Right. And so if, you, if a test result can't come back and say, hey, you tested positive and not in 14 days later, like it, it, I've, well, I've just seen a thousand people. Yeah, right. You gotta be 24 to 48 hours. I mean, yeah. really the same day would be ideal, right? But it's there gotta- There's new rapid testing, 15 minutes. It's gotta be yeah. quick. If, if you really want, I mean, I mean the cat's on the bag, but it's, it's, we're not gonna control it. It's too late for that. Yeah. We've missed, we've missed that opportunity, um, but- I mean, fucking Rogan is testing dudes on the show. And by the end of their recording, well, and, they and, have results. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I'm a little confused by that. So he's just doing the antibody test, though, right? Uh, no, I think that he can test if it's he actually doing COVID. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought at first he was doing the antibody test. Yeah. And oh, if he was, I, and so I didn't understand, like, okay, so if you test positive for the antibodies, it doesn't mean you're sick. It just means that you were sick. So if, you, right. so if someone had tested positive, they, they can't be on the show? Like, I, don't yeah, know. I don't know. I always just heard him like, yeah, man, we tested you. You're yeah. clean. You know? Yeah. You're cool. You're good. Yeah. You know, or he was asking the dude today, hey, how'd that feel? You know, you finally got tested. You know, because the guy hadn't been around. Just fucking living out in the woods. Yeah. It's like, fucking that, it was weird. But yeah, not having that come back, it's, there's no slowing this fucking thing down, you know. No. Uh, I mean, and, and, I and like I said, so, uh, you know, I, I, we spent the last week over in, in California. My, my wife's been working from home since COVID started. So we decided to go to California for the week to just gather the heat. Yeah, right. right. And, uh. And, and, and we wouldn't have done that had I not already been, you know, two weeks or more removed right. from, three weeks removed from, from COVID. Um, but if you don't have test results back, yeah. you know, and then I get it back and it's like, oh, they get positive. So like, did I go over to California and yeah. I mean, they had their own issues. Like, they, yeah, right. I'm not yeah. the one bringing it to yeah. them, but, um, but that's, that's, it's just, it's just, there's gotta be a better system in place, I think. Yeah. And, uh, but I just, I sell fertilizer, so I don't, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're not here to make up the rules, or, you know, you just, you <laughs> kind of, you live through it, and like you said, that's your experience of living through it, and, you know, we all have our own opinions, but it's not for here to be. Well, and let, me, let me tell you, just you know. questions to ask. Well, I was fortunate to have mild symptoms. Uh, you know, I, we never wanted this. Right. We never wanted to get it. And, I, and I, I don't think anybody wants to get it. No. I, I think it's, um, you know, you look at the numbers and say, yes, most of us are going to survive it. And, and hopefully most of us don't have any long-term side effects. Um, but you just don't want to go through it. It's not yeah. fun. I can speak from personal experience that I, I can see talking to certain people. 
they don't want to be close to me. Oh yeah. Because they know, and I'm and yeah. I'm public about my information. Like I'll share it with you. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, I tested positive, and hey, yeah, I tested positive again. You know, I, I could easily have hidden that or not even gotten tested again. Right. But I felt like it's my obligation. So going out back in the public and seeing golf course superintendents again, I'm gonna let them know, hey, I tested positive again, and I'm gonna yeah. let the, you make the decision if I come by or not. Yeah. Right. I'm not gonna make that for you by lying to you mm-hmm. or or by not telling you that hey, um, I didn't get tested again. So. Well. You don't have to come by my place because I think I see you enough outside of it. But if you just want to get out of the house, you're more than welcome to I do want come to get out of the house. Yeah, I mean, I've spent you, see if you can time. mow grass. I bet you can. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you still know how. Well, we can always use them. And, I mean, probably could use the hula hoe too, Stu. I forgot how to yeah. use that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Um, so... I guess, do you want to talk about the business side of it? Like, sure. Okay. Like, what Fire was away. it? What made you go from superintendent? You know, kind of cover that stretch okay. the little bit. You know, you went to school. Yep. Got the whole assistant, climbed the ladder, yep. you're a superintendent, and. So I'll, I'll go through it real quick. Uh, uh, been, in, been a part of golf, golf's been in my life forever. Um, Grandparents lived in a country club. I'd stay with them. I would watch. Uh, they lived on the ninth hole at Yuma Golf and Country Club, which I'm assuming anybody listening to this has no clue where that's at. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I would get up in the mornings and I would watch the guys um, take care of the golf course, and they would cut the cups, and they yeah. would and they would they would uh, rake the bunker right there at the green, and uh, they rode in these carts. And and I'm gonna I'm I'm not I, I remember seeing these carts, but as a as a golf course superintendent, I never actually had one of these carts. Uh, in, in my fleet, it was a three-wheel Cushman Cushman with a long bed, <laughs> and the engine was in the front, and the chain just kind of you know yeah. you can see the chain, and the guy kind of it was a bench, and the guy mainly stood but could sit if he wanted, yeah. but stood and, and rode. It. I'm like, that's the coolest looking thing. So he get out and he cut the cup, and, and I'd see the guy rake the bunker. I'm like, that's got to be like the top guy on the crew, right? The yeah, guy who I, gets to ride the ATV around in the bunker. <laughs> that's got to be the top guy on the crew. <laughs> It has to be, because uh, I want to go do that yeah. right now, right? So my, so my uncle is a, uh, he's now a golf course general manager, but he was a superintendent prior to that. He went to UMass and to their, their, yep. their program. Um, so graduated high school, did a Senate community college. That was basically high school with ashtrays. Um, and <laughs> talked to my uncle, and he said, hey, uh, we're doing a golf course construction job down here in Yuma. If you want to come, come work, we'll pay you six bucks an hour, and you can come dig ditches and put irrigation in. Yeah. I said, okay, cool. So I moved out, 18 years old or 19 years old, I guess. Moved down to Yuma and, and did that, and uh, didn't last in Yuma, survived Yuma uh, very long. A year later, came back, and he said, hey, uh, you know, I understand you're going to leave, and I get it. You're young, and Yuma's not the town for you. I was like, but you need to go to school. And he's like, you need to pick couple of schools there's 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 Rutgers there's UMass there's Penn State and yeah. Michigan State has a good one I think Ohio State may well have a good one I, you know I'm not too familiar with all of them anyhow Nebraska Nebraska uh, yeah. Yeah. Mon- Mondes Mondes <laughs> Mondes is an excellent school yeah. so he actually taught at Mondes he did he did yeah oh shit yeah so um so I, I ended up picking uh Rutgers go to Rutgers uh do their their what are their 20 week program, yep. a two year program deal. Um, come back and work my way up from whatever, you know, irrigator assistant or second assistant assistant, uh, superintendents. And uh, my superintendent job was at Stone Creek uh, Golf Course. 
here in, in Phoenix. Um, and then I was there for five years and uh, got back from a vacation, actually. I went to Montana with the wife's family and did a backpacking trip and, and got back. And typically when you get back from vacation, you're kind of like, you're rested. Yep. You're ready to go again, right? You're like, okay, let's do this. I've had a week off. You know, I'm, I'm ready to, to get after it. And I kind of walked back in the office or at the shop. I'm like, this sucks. I'm just, I'm so beat down. Yeah. And there's a million things, you know, you've all experienced it. Um, I just, it was just a weird place. And, and uh, so Chad walked in that day and said, hey, uh, I'm looking for a sales rep. Would you be interested in a sales job? Yep. And I said, <laughs> I said no, I said, I, I, I would never do sales. Like, that's just not who I am. It's my personality. Yeah. I, I can't walk into someone else's maintenance shop and, and try to sell them something. He's like, yeah, but you use the product. I said, yeah, but I'm just not that guy. Right? And I said, Look, I said, I'll tell you what, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. He's like, all right. So I thought about it for about a week, and it was probably a shitty week at the golf course, right? We all, it was August, yeah, and it's all just shitty. <laughs> <laughs> today, yeah, <laughs> we're fucking 111 yeah. degrees out today. And awesome. So, um, so I, I decided to take it. That I, I was, what was I? I was 20. No, I was 29, I guess. Um, at the time, so I figured, well, I'll give it a shot. If I if I hate it, if I fail at it, yeah, I can come back. Right. I've got I've got it. I've got an education in this. This is where my passion's at. If if a fall fails, I'll give it a, I'll give it a five year run. And if I if I fail, then I'll come back and yeah. and find a superintendent. And you know, and and truth be told, sales reps know about superintendent jobs opening up before superintendent oh, yeah. jobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, so so I did it. And it's been um, it's been a good experience. It's been you know, it's ups and downs. Yeah, it's a little bit different. I don't know that I would say I have a salesman's personality. I I don't want that to be negative. Yeah, right. Um, but I, it's it's been it's also been fun. Right. Yeah. So. It's. Do you have any ever think? I mean, I know you did right off the bat. Like, oh shit, did I? make the right decision you know because you you got into sales like right when i got my first superintendent's job like you i think was still kind of cruising around with chat at mm -hmm. that point yeah so you know that's how we met is when you came walking in there we played softball together and you know i know i've heard you a couple of times talk about like oh maybe you know i've been offered this i could help these people out or maybe i'm gonna go there has that changed over the years um i mean listen it's it's weird that like, y'all have dreams that I'm a superintendent. That I'm a, I, I gotta yeah. wake up and go to the golf course. Like, I'm sure you guys have had this yeah. where like, you like you just pop out of bed. You're like, oh shit, something's going on at the golf yes. course, right? Uh, it's like there's we got, either we're doing this today or, or man, did I forget to shut the water off yeah. or whatever it is. It's like I have those every now and then. I'm like, man, I'd love to be like on the golf course every day. And then I think about the times when you know you try to take a week vacation and your phone blows up every day. Yeah. Because there's something going on, right? And it's and it's nothing major. Like I, nope. I think we're all cool with the major things being called on. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Call me. Yeah. When call it's major, me. call yeah. me. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't need to hear that the bathroom's clogged on number six exactly. when I'm on right. vacation. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I want a break. But we're also dedicated to this job, that it's 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 365. Yeah. 
you know, it's 24 seven. Yeah. Regardless. Yep. And so, you know, you could be sitting at home trying to watch TV or do something with your family. You're still thinking about what's going on at the golf course. Yeah. You're still thinking about, okay, tomorrow I got to... Staring at the fucking seven shit. clouds in the sky, hoping yeah. it rains. Yeah. Oh, and then should I... Oh, today. maybe I'll have to shut the irrigation off <laughs> if I ever get too much. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Let it rain. Who's going to call in sick tomorrow? Yeah. Right? We have, we got we to we do X, Y, and Z tomorrow. That's going to be real. Oh, then we got, fuck, it's men's club day. It's double T. Well, there goes that idea. Yeah. Not, we can't spray grades tomorrow, all right? And so... So I, I don't miss a lot of that stuff. I top dressed in solid time right through golf today, <laughs> right through it. Just well, let hey, it listen. Play. Yeah. <laughs> July yeah. golf in Arizona, you get what you get. Yeah. You get what you get. And, and I, listen, I'm, I, now that I'm not on that side, I pay green fees way more than I ever did before. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to do it because I'm supporting the, the business that's supporting me. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I'll go out and I'll play a golf course. And, and if it was just airified, or then let me know, hey, we just verified, and it's twenty bucks. I don't care. Yeah, I'm gonna go play because I'm now I'm that guy who gets to go play for twenty bucks, drink a couple beers. Yeah, and I don't care what it looks like. Exactly. I don't have to drive around and look at weeds every day. I don't have to drive around and be like, oh, that bunker isn't draining, or or whatever. Yeah. You know, or or that that desert edge didn't get edged, or there's. Yeah, but you the see it all. Out, oh, I see it. Yeah, all. See every but guess part what? of it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'll have another white cloth, please. Thank yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's 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 fun, and, and I, I I think the best part about this job, which it's 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 still a challenge, um, is getting to see what all of you guys are doing, because it's all different. Yeah. And I think I've learned more uh, being a sales rep than I've learned than I learned as a superintendent. I think sometimes as a superintendent, you can get isolated yeah. oh, in your for own sure. little bubble. And while you can be, you know, in, in Phoenix, we're saturated and you can, you know, your shop can literally be a hundred yards away or a mile away from the next guy. Yeah. You may never see him or talk to him. Right. Right. Um, I get to see seven guys a day and I get to hear what they're doing and see what they're doing. And some of it's great. Yep. And some of it's not so great. Right. And so I get to learn that. I get to see, okay, hey, this guy's doing this over here. And I share that information. Like... And I'm not, it's, it's not, it's not scientific right. data. It's just, hey, so-and-so is doing this over here. It's not my product. It's just whatever they're doing. It, it looks like it's doing working out pretty well. You yeah. should give this a shot. Or not give it a shot, but here, yeah. call them. Yeah, look see what they're doing. It. Right. Um, or, man, so-and-so did this, and don't do that. Yeah, if you were thinking of doing right. that. And it's, and, it's not, and, it's not, and it's not bagging on somebody. No. It's just saying it's, it's somebody who took a risk on trying a product at a certain rate at a certain time of year yeah. that, hey, I wouldn't do that. Yes. And I think that person would say the same thing. Yes. Hey, we tried it. It didn't work. You know, so. Um, I appreciate all that information when you do give yeah. it. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's fun and it's interesting. Um, the sales side is is different you know there's obviously a lot of competition out there especially yeah. in the phoenix market yeah in the in the gossip it's a little bit of a little bit of high school we're like, we're like 16 year old girls school. out yeah. there yeah uh, yeah there's you know i'd be lying if i didn't say that 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 uh sales reps do like to gossip um and uh and yeah that's i mean it's People talk. Yeah, exactly. But that's part of your job. It's I think kinda... I think I think superintendents have their their favorite sales reps or sales reps they like, and they have their sales reps they don't like. 
Yep. Well, sales reps have their superintendents. <laughs> 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 the ones that pay the bills and the ones that don't. And the superintendents, they don't. Like, I, I, I think it's, um, you know, it, it, it goes both ways. And, and so, but I, I, I will say, I, you know, for, for the most part, um, the superintendents here in the Valley are, are really pretty good. Yeah. You know, it, like in, any group in any, any industry, you have your handful of, of dudes that you'd rather not ever see again. Yeah, right. Yeah, but those people, people in general. There's plenty <laughs> of those just general people I don't care to see ever again. But, oh, that's cool. It's a cool ride. And you're still young, so a lot of it's all happening. And you got COVID, so fuck. Well, yeah, so it's... Uh, been it's been a really i mean as not maybe that's you guys will see but it's been a strange summer yep it sure has uh you as a always playing golf you know you run the hack attack skins you're part of the group that runs that whole thing so playing golf you've played probably like two times in this whole stretch basically the day that you got yeah the day day that we sat and had lunch and then this weekend playing at gcu past weekend so that's been a huge damper. Game hasn't gone anywhere. You no, fucking game's, game's tight. <laughs> game's tight. <laughs> Fuck. I do. I, I, like I said before, I, I, I really enjoy playing golf now more than I did as a superintendent. You know, yeah. and I think there was, you know, and I'm sure you guys do the same thing when you guys go out and play your golf course, right? You, you have your scorecard, and your scorecard ends up with more notes on it oh, about yeah. the golf course and your score. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You and have a so, cup holder, and you have a holder yeah. for your fucking radio while you're playing yeah, golf it, at your golf course. And it's just not. I grew up loving, loving golf. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy the, the grass side of it, the agronomic side of it. Yeah. But the game. But is, the game is what I love. I think and the game so, is pretty much what got most everybody, well, a lot of people I know got them into doing this. Can we talk about this real quick? How can you be a superintendent and not play the game? Not play golf. Every I have no day. idea. No I have shit. no idea because that's not us. No, so I don't I have, know. I so, can't so we can't have this conversation. No, we can't. Yeah, because I don't know how to have the conversation. I mean, we can talk it, it, about it, it the whole time, mind. but it blows I, my and mind. I, and listen, I understand there's guys who have, have played the game and grew up on the game, and then life happened, and they had kids or whatever happened, yeah. and they couldn't play anymore, but they, they, they understand the game, right? But how do you get into being a golf course superintendent, which isn't a lucrative yeah. industry right like getting no one's getting rich being a golf course superintendent maybe two yeah. guys or three guys in the country are getting rich 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 doing yeah. it yep the rest of us are having fun doing it right? yeah right and not play golf especially the perks like i'm in it for so i can go play right. any place fucking free man. but how do you know what you're providing I don't play I the agree. game. Like, how do you know how the greens are rolling? How do you know how the approach is playing? How do you know how the fairways are? Or the like, bunker? How do you know what, if is that, yeah. is that a good bunker or is that a bad bunker? I, I, I'm encouraged by my members to play it. Like, I, I will play any chance I get. I love golf. Yeah. Well, you should be. If I was a member at a club and my superintendent didn't play, and it's not going to take away from whether he's yeah. smart enough to grow grass or not, right? Right. But I would really encourage him to play. I would question why don't you play? Yeah, or what is a 12 mean on a step yeah. if you don't even roll a putt? You know what I mean? Well, I'm telling dirt, you. Dirt rolls 12. Yeah. I, you know, I, like, well, how do you know? How do you know? I think I can. How do you know if they're too wet? They're too dry. So they're too tight. Like, fucking, obviously, I've talked about it a million times. I started in this business at Desert Highlands. Uh, the guy that ran the show up there, pretty damn good. Phil Shoemaker. Yeah. Played golf. Started 
caddy, he'd gotten the career, he started caddying at Muirfield Village. He lived in Dublin, Ohio, so he caddied there. Then one year he saw the tractors go by, gets into the, he's like, I'm gonna go do that next summer. Gets into it, goes through the whole thing, and moves out here with Nicholas and builds Desert Highlands at 23 years old. And I think he's played maybe 10 times in his life. Yeah, I played three times with them and and did a great job. It, oh, it, was, right. it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean the golf course. I mean the golf course was tits. Right. But when he played, I played three times and it was like, dude, you don't. You've played this game like eight times in your life, and you can swing and contact like the whole deal. I was like, why don't you play? I hate this fucking game. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. It's like I don't just don't understand. But watch it. He'd watch it, you know, basically looking at the turf and everything else. Why would you want to show up every day if you don't want to look at the golf course? Yeah. But watching him see how a golf course played to answer yeah. that was mind-blowing because he could do it all. Yeah. He'd stand on a tee box like, this is how it should look. This is the thought of the hole. Then this is how it should play. So, you know, we got to get the approaches a lot firmer here because they need to play this shot. And it's like. But he used to play. No, he's played like 10 times in his life. Does not oh, play. really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, does not play. Hates the game. Huh. Yeah, just never got into it. And so that got, you know, to know how to play out of the bunkers, know all this stuff, it was always like, go fucking play seven bunker. I'm getting emails on it. Go play this one. Go fucking check the approaches. Really? Yeah, it was me and Dave running around the place, you know, because he knew, probably because we liked that part of it. I was a really good bunk. I fucking suck out of the bunkers right now because I'm in my own fucking head yeah. about, and I suck. But when I worked up there, we were pretty damn good bunker players because we were made to play out of them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I should make myself play out of mine. You know, that's the other thing. You know, people don't play golf like they say they got no time. Come on, man. You can fucking throw the sticks in the, your car right yeah, now and go bang out. literally get around it's well i think it's hard too out here especially it's you can go play in the mornings when it's only 99. yeah, right? yeah no and then the season when it's grayed out it's you just can't because it's either frost delays or it's um too busy and so i i, I get it's hard um, i mean i thought about playing today i went up and started practicing i whacked about 12 balls it was so fucking, <laughs> fucking hot. hot yeah i was like nope yeah we uh, my hat was soaked i was like was sweating through my pants yeah. 12 swings in the bat. That's fucked up. <laughs> I was like, nope. Yeah, yeah not, not going out today. No. Yeah, got to drive real fast in the cot. Yeah. Get the breeze <laughs> blowing. Nasty. Oh, my, my weather station had 40, 42% humidity. Holy shit. Yeah, it was 48 the other morning at my place. 48% humidity. Ugh. Yeah. Sticky as a motherfucker. And it's supposed to be like 111 this week. For the next couple days. Yeah. Maybe 113 <laughs> down in the valley. No bueno, no bueno. I'm heading up to the mountains. I'm gonna play Pine Top I'm going Country to Club. Oh, nice. Ooh. First time, right? Yeah. Arizona. If anybody's ever in Arizona, up in up in Will. Oh, is this a, is this the first is this the first road trip? Nice. Danny's gonna be crew. Nice. Oh shit! Rocking the minivan now. You have upgraded. Better get out of the way. <laughs> Did you get a minivan? Yeah, I had to. I had another kid coming. Dude. Another kid coming. He's graduating. There's no other way to live with five people than a minivan. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. There's just there's another way to live. Don't have five people. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> Captain Obvious over here. Yeah. Oh, fucker. 
Shit. Nice. So you can break that in Arizona. It's got. You've ever been there? I haven't. No. No. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's just. We're gonna go see little sanctuary wolves and bears. Fucking. The bird. The birds are the best part. Oh, you're going to the Grand Canyon too? Yeah. We're doing it all already there. Yeah. Doing it all. Big nice. times. Big family. <laughs> big mini, big minivan. You gotta figure out the, <laughs> that there Clark's minivan. Are you guys doing the Williams train ride too? <laughs> if it's open. <laughs> <laughs> too, bad you didn't, too bad you couldn't bring the sticks. Elephant, Elephant Rock. Elephant Rocks, yeah. Elephant yeah. And Rock is a fucking yeah. hidden gem. Yeah. For a municipal golf course, that place well, is fucking let me just the awesome. Wheel. Some more one weekend and then maybe the next time. Yeah, that could be the Jingweeds. You know, as. I mean, we've talked about it. We named it after this. Uh, Casey is one of the founding members of the Jingween Invitational. You and Andrew. Yeah. Uh, first trip to Prairie Club. I went the second year. Um, where are we going this year? We're talking. we got to get that thing going. Well, I mean, as we've already be mentioned, low, yeah. I've already had COVID, so I'm so going to go, go anyway. Fuck you Abandoned are. dunes, here I come. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you're going to be by yourself. I'm uh, sure there'll be people up there playing. No, I, I think, you know, obviously, uh, we got to keep in mind uh, people's personal thoughts yeah. and, and concerns. Yeah. Um, I'm up for, I'm up for, I, I would really like to stay in state. I think that Northern Arizona has a lot to offer. Absolutely. We've done it golf. before up there. Um, yeah, but helps. I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, exploring, um, you know, maybe Southern Nevada or possibly New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, anywhere where it's fairly drivable. I think that's the, yeah, obviously we're not getting on a plane. I'm not getting on a no. plane. No. And I, and I respect that. Um, you know, and no we, one you know, else is. No, I mean, I probably would, but, and we've talked, I think there's, I think there's ways that we can, we can do this, um, relatively safely. I think so. We um, just, you can't go just, if you're not just, fucking negative. Yeah. Well, and it's we, we all and show no symptoms for yeah. a long time. And we all have we all have wives and kids and or dogs or yeah, whoever right. we've got a, we've got an yeah. answer to, right? Yeah. And so, so we'll see we'll see uh, what what comes of the 2020 Jingwein. I think it's still got to go off. We got to do something. Um, and then, or or even Tucson, like you mentioned, there's parts of, there's parts of. Tucson, we can probably get into that if we move push back to November or something that right. would be would be pretty decent weather. We can, yeah, be starting to get chilly down there, but that's all right. Yeah. Well, regardless, it has to go off. So, uh, if anybody's got any thoughts or ideas, and want to help us out, but that is involved in the jingweeds. Uh, Dan's probably going to be he's going to be. Sure. A, he's gonna When's be baby sure. three coming? September twelfth. September twelfth. So is November twelfth too soon to September. leave? I know. Yeah, so it's November twelfth too soon yeah, to like, leave. Uh, November twelfth, twenty twenty-seven. Oh shit! Fuck. So I don't. I, I'm sure you guys discussed this on your guys' uh, previous podcast, but you had a COVID scare, right? Yeah. 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 Was, so you got tested once, negative. But after ten days, and it was. Like, yeah. Do you feel like you've, do you? Do you think you meant? Do you think you had it? Listen, man, I'm still not 100% from whatever I had. I don't right. know. Like, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to get retested, but like... Are you get retested for, for the coronavirus? Or are you going to do like, yeah. the antibody test? Or? No, I'm going to do retested coronavirus. Really? Yeah, because it's like it's never been the same. Like I'm right. not... Like my strength's not there. 
I could I used to be able to go play 18 holes, run outside as many miles as I want, go lift weights, and I would be fine to go home and do whatever. Right. Now it's like I'll play seven holes, like maybe play one more. Yeah. And then it's like just I'll try to go run eat. a little bit, and by the time I get to like working out, so I'm gassed. It's gassed. That's crazy. I mean, I've wanted a nap, and I yeah. like I can usually go without that. Yeah. yeah, that was a big thing with me was the being lethargic. I mean, I, I, would, I slept. Yeah. There's a couple of days there where I slept almost all day. And there was, like, when I got sick, I was sick, let's call it, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Felt bet, better Saturday, Sunday, and then, like, Monday night. While I was waiting for my test results, I had a beer. And, like, at 7 o'clock, 7.25, I got up from the dinner table, and I was like, I'm, I got to go to bed. I'm hurt. Like, I got this smashing headache. Yeah. And like that night, and then it would be like every morning, every in the morning, I'd have a headache, and then later that night, I'd have a headache. It'd be fine all day. It was. That's the crazy thing about this. And now my my energy is. I'm probably eighty percent. I would say today was probably the best day I've had, but then tomorrow will be shit probably. And yeah, because like, we're fucking doing this at ten o'clock at night. Well, what else? Crushing beers. My, <laughs> like my ankles hurt. Yeah. And they won't go away. It feels like they're sore, but it's like they just hurt. They are now? Right now. My wrist hurts. That's fine. Maybe you're just getting old. Well, that's probably has something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. A little that's bit. That's a lot. Speaking of getting old, happy early birthday, by the way. Yeah. This is coming Friday. Friday. So are we falling off the wagon? Yeah. On Friday, Friday? I'm falling Friday? off the wagon. I'm, 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 not, encur- sure I'm not encouraging you to fall off the wagon. I'm, I'm actually yeah. really impressed by that your I, That your, I pulled this off? Yeah. I'm actually a little nervous <laughs> for the fall off. Yeah. It's going to be... So am I. I'm afraid of tomorrow. I've said that a couple times. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's just the day after I booze. Whatever day oh, that is, I'm okay. afraid of tomorrow. If you I can take the weekend off, tonight, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be up in the White Mountains. I'm playing Pine Top Country Club on Saturday. Thank God it's at 3.40 in the afternoon. Yeah, because you'll, you'll, you'll just be waking up. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if it really I would, fucking I would nurse it. your way back into it. Oh, Don't go straight on. JMO or... That's... Yeah, I'm yeah. not wasting this fucking falling off the wagon on white claws we're going no don't yeah it's, 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 see i don't think i'm gonna, gonna booze it i'll just drink it on the rocks and not crush it no i think you're wrong fuck you're probably right <laughs> you're probably right but you're gonna mix it too and, and yeah and I, yeah I, no uh, it'll probably be str- at least the first one or two are for sure that and then i probably will change to something i can handle for a while yeah well, listen i wish you the best of luck and happy hey. birthday so hey thanks yeah 45 fucking years old who'd have thought that not me. Well, fuck it, right? Act like a fucking 20-year-old. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Friday night. Still got it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I still do have it. So uh, I guess we can cover maybe what are you doing on the golf course? Anything good? You open yeah. white? Yes. This, the craziest part is what we flipped from white wing back to quail. White wing's the one I didn't overseed. Yep. So, like, the transition I thought was awesome. Early on, we, we did like uh, overseed approaches, so it was thin, and we did, I don't know, probably 3,000 square feet of sun, and, yeah. which is a ton for me. But when that opened, it was like, well, why did we switch from the other golf course that I hadn't sprayed out yet? <laughs> you know, like we should have just waited a while. Yeah. So then that opened, well, of course, it's getting close to closing, and it's really good now. We're gonna switch over to the one that I did overseed, so I'm like, like here we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> starting just, right all over it, again. Inbox full here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Why did we switch, right? And they actually, they're really happy. Like, it's the best transition I've had since I've been here. Yeah. I'm sure that a lot of that has to do with the weather and 
just know, years of all the practicing. Starting yeah. yet. But, like, we had a really hot May. We got the, the heights down, the fairways really. So we've got a really good transition. So that ended up, the switch ended up being really good. So that was a breath of fresh air. So we're back. On my other golf course is airifying greens. You know, airify everything again. Yeah. Last time we ran the aggravator everywhere and pulled yeah. the cores on tees and, and greens. This time we're going to pull cores on the fairways and still aggravate the rough. Just to okay. just cause as much disruption as possible. Question question for both of you guys, but mainly to you. Do you think golf courses in Arizona will ever go 100% non-overseeded? I know. Now, greens, you have to get into consideration. You know, people have 328 yeah. or 50 or whatever. Like those, those are really hard to non-overseeded. Right. Um, you have Champion or May Verde or right. maybe you take Fugle. Maybe you can get away with it depending on how many rounds you do. But having done a golf course that was somewhat non-overseen, right. do you think that the, the market will ever dictate or the business Unless will ever it's dictate? forced by water, I don't think so. Okay. Only because monetarily, there's so many bucks, especially like the resorts, right? And you oversee... Take the you, private side away. Right, right. And I know, like, I think aesthetic, it's, an, it's a mental thing. Like, aesthetically, it's yeah. like, that looks green and lush, and I feel like my ball's setting up, and that one... Even though the ground is equally as hard, the ground's too hard. Right. It's so hard on the non-overseeded side. And it's like, well, it's and you overseeded ball. greens on both golf courses, correct? Yeah, right. Okay, so you didn't have a non-over, you didn't have a hundred percent non-overseeded golf course. No, I didn't. Okay. So one, the one we just didn't do fairways. I did tee, like greens and then green surrounds, all playable like. Did shots. Did you guys notice? A, uh, and I don't know how you guys run your private club, but can 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 members pick what course they want to yeah, play? Heavily on the overseeded one. Heavily on the overseeded Every one. Time. So they, they want to see the green. So this is a weird thing now because all the summer members Love reap the, the benefits. Of the non-overseeded, so of course. So it was like pretty much of we're not going to oversee the golf course first time. It was a lot of negative, like, oh. But then, so we get through the winter, but it was overseeded. Yep. Not a lot of people were happy. We get it. But then you get through the summer, and all the people that stuck around were like, they love it. wait a minute, this <laughs> yeah. is pretty good. This is the best we've had it year-round. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this isn't such a bad thing. So I yeah. think the summer members are probably 90% on board. It's the people that yeah. go back to Canada, go right. back yeah. to the north. Right, right, right. They're playing green grass the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, listen, if, if I were, if, if I were, uh, I mean, Phoenix is a, is a golf destination in the wintertime, right? Uh -huh. And so if I were coming here and I showed up to a non-overseeded golf right. course, I wouldn't be real happy. Right. Right. And so... Because why? Aesthetically. Probably. But you're gonna I, I think that... Roll. Do you want that, though? I hit the ball so far anyways. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. He saw it coming. I teed him up. <laughs> you did tee, yeah. Fucking laser with exactly. 400 yard <laughs> bomb down the On the hard fairways, oh, I rolled out to 425. Yeah. But I think I think as a, as a, as a, as a business, if I'm running it, what are the cost savings? I understand. I understand the ergonomic it'll, side of it'll it. It'll never change. What are the cost savings if I don't oversee? It will only happen. If, Have we quantified that? If the big wigs like up north don't do it, right? No, I know, but I'm saying like if if if, if someone if someone says okay, hey, Kierland, we're not overseeing. What are they really saving? I bet I don't know. Like, cost wise, right? I don't know. So and and then what are you losing? You're, you're losing a ton because people yeah. want to see you. Yeah. And then even if you do get a ton of play, then your summer is gonna suck balls down fairways and shit. The play is right. gonna get abused, right. you know. Because you know, you, I would say 
how much is the cost of golf going to drop? Do you? You probably don't because that becomes a numbers game. You know, if you have fucking 250 people at, you know, 50 bucks, yeah. let's have 200 at 75, and then you're going to find out that they're going to still keep coming. The you know, is, the price isn't going to drop. Everybody said we're not going to do it. And that can yeah, only be forced by water. You know what's not going to happen? Yeah. TPC is not going to not oversee the right. And just a disclaimer, I don't sell seed. So yeah. you guys can go <laughs> yeah, over right. or not oversee I don't care. Oh, then, well, going back to my transition too, last year I didn't oversee that golf course. That, and now, so I don't know if that has something to do with the, the Bermuda having that extra year of establishment and right. hardiness. You know what I mean? Because when you think about it, you spend all this summer like, filling in the golf course, filling in the golf course. Well, by the time that fills in, it's September yeah. 15th. We're going to oversee the week. That plant is what? Yeah. yeah. A month old, yep. then we tear it up and we mm -hmm. overseed it. Now that plant's a year and one month old. Right. Now it's maybe it's got a better chance of yep. sustaining that, like, which I think. And not overseeding, you can take it in really good playing conditions through November. Mm -hmm. You know, really say, until the yeah. real hard frost hits. January, February are rough, and then yep. it starts greening back up yep. in March. And then it's so at a place, I know we've said it a hundred times before, but uh, your opinion on it, Casey, wouldn't. If you could sell the membership, or if it was your decision, or whatever, a club that is private like that that has two golf courses, you would flip flop it every single year, wouldn't you? One hundred percent. And I think, what do you? I'm sorry. What are your greens are good? What variety? Tiptorf. Tiptorf. We oversee. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be hard. Um, I think yes, one hundred percent. Flip flop. Yeah. And I think that I think the private clubs, if you know, given if they have an, an Ultradorf uh, greens variety. They could get away with not overseeing the greens. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think sure. I think that would be great. I think I think that's where you might see more yeah. Some more of the ones clubs. Up north, yeah. Bermuda greens. Yeah, I think yeah. more and more. Definitely not doing it. Because I, I you see I see you know I see these these courses like GCU that we are are a men's club yeah. that was at uh, don't over, they don't oversee their greens and I think they're I believe they're champion. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I believe they're, they're champion. That or mini -verde. Mini -verde. Okay. I've heard mini verdi and I've heard also heard champion. Okay. I'm pretty so sure. I'm not gonna say what they are. But regardless. It's a large yeah. And they're uh, tits. Yeah, they're great. They're great. And uh, so all year long, you yeah. know, and and you expect you know like every green in the summertime to get slower yeah. when the humidity kicks up. I'm sure that you know I've lived in Arizona my entire life, so I, I can't speak to bent grass a whole lot. But I'm assuming that when humidity kicks up, bent grass slows down. We played and bent grass. It the gets other puffy day. also, right? Yeah. So it was actually really good. Yeah, it was. I yeah, it was definitely awesome. really good. But it, you know, it for me, first expect. six holes putting, it was like, ah, oh, I'm on bent grass. These things are yeah. gonna yeah. rip. No. And you putt, and the thing just goes up, and that yeah. stickiness. Yeah. They still. I mean, they're. But they roll the smooth. They yeah, roll smooth. Absolutely. Than the yeah. But they, they just slow uh, down because of the stickiness. I didn't so. get that squishiness that I typically see on the grass green out here in the summer. Yeah. I felt like they were pretty firm. Oh, they were definitely good, but it was still not the bent grass that you think, oh, bent grass is just going to fucking roll like yeah. a pool table. You yeah. Know? It's still summertime, but in the wintertime, I bet those things are unreal. Which, by the way, I found out the other day, and I think we did talk, I talked to you about it, so we play True North Monument Course, yeah. and then a couple of days later, I find out that uh, Haley Moore, you know, she's on the LMPGA yeah. tour. She played on the Cactus Tour and all that business. Which, breaks breaks the record. I think she's cheating, isn't she? I don't know. Is she? I don't know. She's I, an LPGA Tour play, player playing on the Cactus Tour. Like, I know it's a professional tour, but... No, the Cactus Tour is the ladies. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I got yeah, you. what you're saying. No, they I have a lot of pros, though. Yeah, they have a lot of pros. They have the other yeah. 
no, it's open. But anyways, they played a sorry, a real legit tournament that was apparently all LPGA players. So it wasn't a cactus tour event. Shot sixty two. From the same tees that we played. Kelly Orstrom wasn't out there? Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, Dude, I don't think so. I had a day out there. Yeah. We saw the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So many times I thought I had a good shot. I was not Did you play Blackstone with us that day we played the tips? Yeah, yes. Did. did you guys talk about that already on this uh, I believe podcast? so, yeah. Did you? We All did right. talk about it, but you can talk about it. Um, well, we can cover it again. It, it was a long time ago. Yeah, we did it just because Zach Johnson, what, two or three days, or during the Open, he went out there and played a practice round and played the first day was 65 or so, and the second day he ever saw <laughs> the golf. 65 or so? Yeah, and no, and then again <laughs> went to 62. Something, right? yeah. Exactly. It was his second time ever seeing the golf course. 65 or so? Like he yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's absurd. It's, yeah. Give or take a stroke. But that's insane. And then we go out there, and it was a fucking whole nother golf course than what we usually play. And it was windy as shit. 14. I don't care. If it's windy, he still he would have shot 65. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we, and we still would have shot 89. <laughs> that yardage, it's like driver, three wood, on a rope. I mean, well, yeah. for you. Oh, man, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I know I haven't got 100% on a straight <laughs> Oh. I hear you're weak right now. Someone talks some yeah, shit. <laughs> get your chances. Get them in when you can, right? So uh, that was fun. That was fun. I don't know if I need to go do that again though. It's not as fun for me. Well, you're missing. I you're, see you're missing the GCU Club Championship, right? I, well, yeah, I'm going on vacation. Yeah. So what teams would you have played from? What what flight? Uh, C flight. So C I flight. Played white. That's short there. Yeah, I know. That's short there. But fun. Yeah, I'd rather go play whites and shoot a fucking 76 than go play the tip and shoot Tips, a 94. Yeah. But you just have to do it. 16 fucking... You know, when I used don't to you play, feel you're getting cheated a little bit? Like you didn't play the entire golf course? Yeah. Never. Never. Did you play the tips with us at uh, Prairie Club? Yep. Yeah. That was stupid, right? Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, because the wind blows <laughs> 400 miles an hour out there. I will say that that was stupid. Yeah. And like 7,400 yards that we were there. That, that was, was yeah. the second day, first round. So it was early in the morning and just fucking... I remember the superintendent came out. was was uh, Roger Bashir. Yep. The superintendent came out and he goes, what are you doing? Yeah. We want to see the entire golf course. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you, you don't. don't. <laughs> oh, that was fucking brutal. I went to any Wells in, I think, three years and never played the tips on either golf course. Oh, I didn't even really? think about it. It was almost like 270 yard carry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where am I gonna do I gotta drop on the next tee up? <laughs> then drop again on the next one up? As long as I I gotta just plan my shot over the next tee so I can drop on that hazard. Yeah, that's fucking nuts how far they play. That is a crazy thing. Even playing TPC, you know, which isn't even that hard of a golf course, you know, for their standards. And we used to play it every Christmas. Um, I'd get out there when I was at Highlands. I would volunteer to play on Christmas Day or work Christmas morning, go and check the golf course, yeah, and then go yeah. play TPC in Scottsdale in the afternoon. And there was four of us that just didn't have families out here, so we'd go and play. But we'd push them as far back as they allowed you to because they always covered them with yeah. the little nets so the birds wouldn't get on them, and obviously golfers. And even just pushing it back as far as you could, it was like, Jesus Christ, you got to hit the fucking ball. These guys pound it. Hey, you see like a 430-yard, like... Or a 30 yard par four. Yeah. This dude's in like a five wood. 
<laughs> you're laying up to 190, just then you need an 8-iron. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, do you watch the uh, Memorial? Yeah. Do you watch the week before that? What would they call that? The um, the charity one? The charity one. Justin yeah. Thomas. Yeah, the one with Justin Thomas. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. How wild is that? The scores, how different it can be in a, in, in a week. Yeah. Do you see they were tearing up the greens? Yeah. While the is that for show? Oh, absolutely. Oh, show? Dude, absolutely. When I was seeing that, like, <laughs> there's no other reason except to get that on TV. But I was shocked. I mean, and, 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 and I wasn't aware prior to the memorial starting that they were going to renovate. Yeah. And so I understand now how they could get the golf course to where it was at. Because yeah. you just let it just go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, all of a sudden, like. We were talking like, man. Super Nintendo's not going to worry about anything. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't have numbers playing on Monday. It does not matter. No, it, it we're closed. Up, no yeah. matter what. Oh, the yeah. greens were smoked. But it was wild to yeah. watch. You know, I don't know. I, I can't. I should I should have looked it up before we did this. But what this what the winning score was uh, for the tournament prior. It was 19 under. It was what they won in that, that playoff. Then it went to a three-hole playoff. But it was 19 yeah. under. It was a memorial. I don't even know. It was in, was it single digits? I believe so. I yeah. think there was only like ten guys, maybe. They were yeah. under par. Rom was maybe, maybe minus seven or minus eight. I forget what it was, but still, it was one yeah. week later. Completely and different. Completely different. But remember, Rom was like fourteen under, and on the turn. Yeah. It ended up being a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> he fell apart in the back. But yeah, that that whole tearing up the green right after mm. play was such. A it was during play. Yeah. Yeah. It was during play. Look at number six. We're, when yeah, I was watching, it I was like, it's so crazy. It's like, get this out of here. But hey, that saves you zero time. Got those guys on TV, you know. Yeah. It's Which is proud important. moment for them because, you know, I mean, fuck, we never get shown anything. We always get bitched at. So pull up real quick on your computer. What's the golf schedule look like the rest of the year? Four. Can you pull it up right now or no? Or do, you uh, do, we do it on our, on our... Probably smartphones would be easier. Cause I'll end up hitting the fucking pause button on this oh, thing man. or some bullshit. I usually kind of leave this shit alone. Dan's the media guy on the other end with the phones. It's quicker. Yeah, so I'm not sure. But speaking of the so other sports, as far as that, I mean, schedule baseball over. You think for you know all those guys testing positive? I, I sure hope. Teams? I sure hope not. But I don't see how it can continue. Yeah. Do and I. it's not. It's and this isn't. This isn't uh, a personal opinion. I just. I, I think that once you start having, you have a sixty-game season and sixty-six days, yeah, something like that. Um, and now you've got day four, four or five teams that are already going to miss two to five games. Yeah. And how you can make them up? Um, I don't know where the play is coming. Listen, from. I, I think it's. I think it's great that they tried. Yeah. I think that we all appreciate that they tried. I think that we all want to see them succeed. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is a standard we can drop to. You know, like as far as like, all right, this one didn't work as well as we thought. Okay, how's NBA going to do? Well, I think NBA and I think, I think that NHL are, are in bubbles, and I think that they've shown that they're going to work out just fine. Yeah. Um, NFL has to be looking at baseball thinking, all right, we got to go back to the drawing board here. You know, I don't know what drawing board they're going to. Well, it's got to be, <laughs> yeah, you know, they got to start thinking the bubble. I, mean, I don't know how it would no ever bubble. happen. But I, I don't think it's a bubble for NFL. This, that is, that's just strictly my personal Canada. opinion. Yeah. Like you do all the Canadian stadiums. They're not. Canada's not letting NFL in the country. Yeah, no. they, didn't even let, they didn't even let the, the Blue Jays or whoever in 
But they let the whole NHL. Yeah, but they let well, <laughs> yeah, it's no. their sport. You know, it's well, but the difference is there's a bubble and the Blue Jays yeah. aren't in the bubble. Right. right. Got the, they're not. They're basically not allowed. I mean, I think. Uh, Florida I'll, I'll, Marlins or Miami Marlins. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit I'm, I'm a, a you know golf guy and then baseball guy first. So you know if NFL plays or doesn't play, I, I'm not gonna lose any. Yeah. Over it. Um. But I can't figure out how they're gonna play, let alone have fans in the stands. Which, by the way, I do have a bet with a buddy, $100 bet, that there will not be any fans in the stands this year. He thinks there will be. For oh, NFL. But he's also a season ticket holder for the Cardinals. I so I think he's betting his emotion. There's like a soccer team in Omaha, Nebraska, that's going to allow 2,400 fans into their stadium. Well, the – Like uh, for their next game, like Friday, Saturday, or maybe tomorrow. Whatever. Like, I believe the division like that the Phoenix Rising – <laughs> I think the division that the Phoenix Rising – soccer club plays in you know that low division whatever it is triple a single a it's uh some of the stadiums are allowing people you know what i said they're allowing yeah. 2400 people and aren't they kind of in a bubble right now too or are they only playing in a couple stadiums the soccer um, you know what i'm not even sure i think not they're, they're sure. playing over in california in a quasi bubble uh, yeah that's the only way that the shit's gonna work is if it's locked in at least for now, but I think it's time to, in my personal opinion, I think we gotta fucking figure out what direction this thing's gonna go and get it back to some sort of normalcy and let it almost run its course. I mean, I don't know, you had it, so I don't know what your feeling is on that. Is that, it's time to fucking get our lives back. Well, what does what let, let, let it run its course mean? It's mean? It means us, I guess, let me cut back. Let's all be fucking safe, I've been saying this forever. It's It's mass time until, the end of time at this point until we get a vaccine or whatever the next stage is 10 years from now we'll be there'll be people still wearing masks that this yeah. pandemic started them doing um so that's the way of life you know we're gonna you know the hand sanitizer is obviously going to be everywhere people go back to heavily washing their hands you know it's going to change our culture a little bit i think in a way but going on with our lives you know it's never going to be back to quote unquote the normalcy of what we had in fucking October of right. 2019. It's just not going to be that way. Um, I think there's going to be certain parts of our life that are going to be normal again. I think golf is going to go back to normal. You know, I think bunker aches are going back out at certain places. I hope places. they never do. I agree. Certain places, I think we need to either wean them off or something's going to happen or start putting out huge publications that... Or maybe the USGA or PGA needs to come out and they say, golf new etiquette is fucking smooth the yeah. goddamn sand down a with little bit. an effort. Just fucking yeah. effort. Do something. You know what's funny um, is, I, I, I haven't played a ton of, I mean, I've played, you know, prior to my COVID experience, I, I played quite a bit of golf and, and not a whole lot since. But I haven't ran into ton of instances where guys have landed in footprints or or divots or from yeah. other players yeah it's been pretty rare if, if, even, if I mean, at all right now we're playing favorable lives right so if you land in a footprint just take a drop of the bunker well the, 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 but that's what i'm saying so like it's you're still in the bunker and it's you still know, you know what that prevents is like fried eggs because there's too much sand there. You're right you know what i mean like you're already taking a half stroke penalty by being in the bunker that's what they you yeah play. So if you took a favorable line in a bunker, you're still fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> should, you're already hitting on a bunker. Should you be doubly fucked because there's too much sand in the bunker? Now you're buried or fried egg, or now it's in yeah. the face because there's too much sand there? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? 
but I guess when you bring it back to the real rules of golf and no, way back to nothing, you can't even do that. So but that started with sheep like betting down, and that's yeah. created a bunker. Like Augusta National has changed the landscape. Now we got to have perfectly manicured bunkers. And yeah. You got to play it as you lie. It's like it wasn't intended to be plugged in the face. Now that's a two-stroke penalty versus a half-stroke where I should have. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. I guess that's where I say, who cares if you have a favorable line in a bunker? It still sucks. Yeah, right. So, all right, those are going back or not going back. So there's one thing. Ball washers will... Ball washers should be gone forever. Should be gone forever. forever. Should have been gone forever. They should who be uses the ball? <laughs> and, this, and this is no knock My on... My father-in-law doesn't is, miss uh, a fucking This ball is no washer. knock on, on golf course superintendents because there's... A, and I'm guilty of this myself. I would say three ball washers on the golf course at any point didn't work or didn't have yeah, water. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, actually pulled out the uh, handle on number 14 today and threw it in the trash. Because so in, when so I, I went by $300 a fucking piece. <laughs> yeah. I can I tell those no to you. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do we. <laughs> Casey, I need can get on, can get on that. We got competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, and I've always liked, loved a less cluttered golf course yeah and, and I, listen i get stake and rope been there done that but when you know when you pull it all off to when you oversee the golf course yeah you, you look at the golf course like oh, that looks great without it yeah. oh yeah but you need it right it's a necessary I evil know, almost like, from, i feel like for the most part it has nothing to do with covid but just the I don't yeah, no yeah. yeah i mean the purity of a golf course like a uh, abandoned dunes. Yeah, abandoned dunes. Nothing. Or even Prairie Club. Yep. Prairie Club, I think I saw two trash cans yep. on that whole entire fucking Here's place. Here's the thing about ball washers. How many times, like, I don't play the backpacks. At my place, I play the backs. I never have access to the ball washer because right. it's two tees forward. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go drive up, wash my ball, drive back. Like, no. Just use the towel can, that's hanging off the and how many? Get, so you have, you have you have under golf course, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many man hours a week do you think you dedicate to filling those things or, or checking them or cleaning or, yeah. dump, or like bird turds yeah. I gotta do that. it goes around four days a week every morning and then you, do you powder coat them every year yep I mean there's a lot of or time and money yeah. them, you know like the yep. whole thing it's so much time and I, I'd be curious to do a poll which will, this will never happen but like how many people actually use them oh, you said your, right. your father my father-in-law doesn't your, miss right. a fucking ball washer right. he, I guess he's probably he gets three balls in each one he yeah. always only played with one yeah. <laughs> and does he also have the uh, ball retriever in his bag you know what? I don't think he does. Because my guess is the guy who uses a ball washer also has the ball retriever. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's Am I stereotyping here? But like, <laughs> he's got waist tight waders. Yeah. <laughs> he gets right in the lake. Yeah, doesn't miss a one. But yeah, that's a great question or a great thought. Is I can't even imagine putting a number. Is it ten percent? I don't. I can't tell you the last time I used one. I can't either. Or, or to even I get a dirty it. ass towel in my bag that yeah. you don't use. I spit it in nonstop. Does anybody to, in your group use it? I might use it like no, once no. every six holes if it's there. I don't even notice. I mean, I say I don't notice them. I hate them, but it, yeah, I just I don't know if I ever play people with people that like use it. No, I don't ever. My so dad just chucks it in his mouth. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Dude, the first time I saw him do that, Big Ed chucked the old ball. In his mouth. <laughs> you know what I spray on these things? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wonder why Ed's got a couple of fucking fish guts. quirks. Yeah, my dad's eyes sticking this way. <laughs> He's got a lazy eyes. Nice. Yeah, I definitely don't lick. Or, yeah, I spit on it and use the towel or just the towel. Yeah. 
Get, get it wet before. Fucking Jesus. Don't put your golf ball yeah. in your mouth. Need trash cans. Don't call Savage if you do that. All right, and uh, the, the pin. Do you touch it? Does it go back to touching that? Do we think, do we get to the uh, point where we all believe at some point that light does or does not kill this? I'm, I, I can't say. I'm not educated enough to say yeah, one way or the other. I think that's going to be like the. I don't think there's any normal until there's an accident. But I just don't care. I just don't care. Yeah. Pin in or out. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, people have personal preference. Um, if you're gonna grab it, you're gonna grab it. If you don't, you don't. But we play men's club. They say two stroke, one no, stroke, one stroke penalty, penalty if you touch it. Yeah. If you touch the flagstick. Yeah. And if it like hits the hosel or the flagstick or whatever pops out, like we should all be able to agree like that. That's something it. that apparently has not been discussed. Yeah, well, but might, might be going a little too hard. You might not just might have skipped yeah, right, right over. Right, exactly. No, I I 100% agree with you. But, but if it's it, like a two footer's knock that just hit, I've seen it where it, like hits perfectly. Yeah, so that it's like that was hammered at the hole. Yeah, thing was in. And uh, I think I've heard that you know they're saying that the the pool noodle, if you hit it perfectly, it's too buoyant, so it'll bounce the. You know, or if it's not cut low yeah. enough to let the ball sit in there. Yeah. So, okay, is there going to be a... Now, that's an obstruction. Is there going to be a standard to that now? Well, I think like, the pool noodle should go. I've always said that was kind of yeah. silly. I agree. I mean, that's so... A, it's, it's, oh, look at us. We're saving We're saving money. two inches. It's, it's cheap. Yeah, I get, it's, that, I get it. I get it at the beginning. It's, 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 it's fluffy. Makes it a feel-good story, right? Yeah. But pull the pool noodle out. Yeah. You upside-down cups... Turn it back around. Yeah. It's, you're riding in the car with somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and exactly. And, 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 and if you're that concerned, well, then you just shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be playing golf, no. We say it all the time, too. It's, you know, you know, people come in, they whine, and they complain about certain things that are going on or what we're doing or what we're not doing. Like there was a guy today, comes in and disinfects, has his own uh, Clorox wipes, plus we have a, we make a mix of uh, Clorox, the outside service guys, though, and they'll hand you a rag and let you go do it yourself, or they do it like every fucking other day before this, because that's part of washing it. But they go through it. Guy takes his the Clorox wipes and just does the whole passenger side of the car. Doesn't do the driver side, but he's riding in the passenger seat. Does this whole deal and then walks into the golf shop without a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you just went through that whole deal and gave it, are you disinfecting these carts? And then, yeah, we do. And, well, give me the stuff. And he's going to go do it. He's only going to do half of it for his ass. And he's going to walk in the golf shop. No mask. Like, fucking, what the fuck are you doing? You know, that's not going back to normal. That's half-assing it. And half-assing it has gotten us to this fucking point, you know? So, it's my feeling on that fucking dude. <laughs> Yeah. Do we have a homegrown topic? Uh, you know what we did? You know, I did. Um, it's actually, that's going to be the homegrown is going to be on golf.com this week. Um, Josh called and I did an interview with him. Uh, so that should be up end of this week, I believe. He said he may call me back to answer, ask a couple more questions. But talking about shade and turf and what it does to it. So there's our homegrown. Uh, Question. What a shade to the turf. Did he answer the question? Yeah, I answered it, but you can go check it out on golf.com. I'm, I'm not a reader. Yeah, you're a reader. You're going to have to read it. Do they have it on tape? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got it on. Can you record yourself reading it and then, uh, to me, and then I can listen to it? So we do have a listener question. comes in from uh, Jason Miller. He emailed us. He also in, uh, messaged me on Indeed. Um, start in says here, started listening uh, this morning on my second day in the golf industry. I'm 41-year-old rookie making 10 bucks an hour. Loving every second I can get on the course and getting paid. 500 feet of hydraulic irrigation line channel today, uh, all by hand, and you guys kept me bearable. Nice. So he's listening to us. Uh, working must, at a local. must be really bored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> True that. Uh, hey, if I can get a guy through digging a 500 foot yeah. irrigation line, That's I'm doing something. That we could get. I'm like mini tour superstar <laughs> right now. So, working at a local muni uh, from the bottom to the top. Goal is to own my own, own or bring back a rundown golf course, sa uh, saving some, or saving some from going under. I'm an episode. I'm on episode six right now, by the way. Keep up the good work. Question for the show: Best advice for a 41-year-old rookie looking to be an assistant superintendent ASAP? Thanks, Jason Miller. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's. You know, I don't know your situation. I don't know who's ahead of you, where you are, but it starts out as you're willing to put in the work, um, start from the bottom to the yeah. top, work your uh, ass show up every day, ask a million questions, and show your boss, whoever you are working for right now, that you want to know what's going on. Rake the best bunkers, mow yeah. the straightest lines, don't scalp, yeah. ask questions. Yeah, it's uh, pay attention, yeah. uh, and and I think with you know the willingness to be into this, you know I don't know changing careers or whatever it is that got you there, or just the love or you want to get in there into it, or maybe it was the love of the jingweeds probably said that's it I'm going to work on a golf course. That's right. I mean I'm just we'll take a little credit for it, <laughs> but really it is the the asking questions and showing the initiative. I know in my place, you know, actually I had this question, this conversation today with my assistant is we were talking about the guys on the crew and how, you know, so many through the years don't really even know what they're doing, what they're doing. You know, why were we verticutting greens yesterday yeah. and why are we today, one day after, that was a, a job, that we did a job yesterday because it's that once a week thing. Yeah. And then r today... We went out in solid time and top dressed the greens. So that's two big jobs two days into the week. You know, that's how they, they kind of think of it. They don't understand the agronomics. They never ask questions. Yeah. Show up, point me in the direction, and I'm going to go and do. And we need those guys. I'm not knocking any one of them. We need those guys. But if you can be that guy that goes up and starts initiating the questions, I'll tell, I'll tell any of my guys anything they want to know. But I'm not just going to go willy-nilly and waste my breath on instructing you all the time what we've been doing. I mean, you've been in the business for, you know, some two, three years, they've seen this process up to 10, 12 years. And some of them never ask a question what they're doing. I mean, I, w I got a four year degree and like, that's not a humble brag, but I learned more like as an intern at Iron Horse mm -hmm. under James, just going, I'm pushing the spreader at 10, 4, 16. What, what's it doing? Yeah. Why are we doing that? Okay, we're gonna airify tomorrow. What are we doing that for? Yeah, I didn't learn that going to fucking 
you know, yeah. to Nebraska. Nebraska. I'd just be going to fucking, <laughs> you know, because in Nebraska, I'm learning what is was a brown cow and a white cow make. Like, <laughs> not turf. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it, like that's where I got the most. It's like, hey, James, I want to break bunkers tomorrow just to see how long it takes and what goes into that. Why yeah. are we doing this? Why are we airforing that? I mean, he probably got sick of me asking, but I wanted to know because if I wanted to be in that position, I got to understand yeah. that we're going to go verticut tomorrow because we got too much thatch. Or but I, think, would, I think part of that goes back to also playing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you see, if you play, you see you know, the benefits of the, the practices you're doing. Right. Yeah. So guys can see, oh, okay, yeah, we did this X, Y, and Z, and maybe we, we don't know scientifically. Yeah why we did it it's just making it better but we know that it's better it's now. better we no. know that now the ball is rolling yeah smoother yeah, quicker you know i would say that the guys on my crew that do play golf they definitely see that but i think I a think lot they of they see it the way that you just described the yeah. cases they have no idea you know for me technically it's, what it's doing right. moving around to help me out because you could be an assistant at a place for 14 years and know that if i were a few matt sprayed greens every week yeah at this mix well, why are you doing that? I don't know. This is what we do. Oh, Casey, you know I mean? Casey sold me the shit and told me right. to pour it in there. So I just so if you're in Kansas City, but you're just down, keep doing it. You're down <laughs> in California. It's like when do we need to fertilize and why? Yeah. Yeah. Not just we fertilize on Thursdays with this mix that I've done every year. Like understanding why you're doing shit is going to make you improve more than than just. Do but it. you would push them down the road to definitely go to some sort of school. If 100%. you want to climb that ladder, well, so, I, mean, I think you I think, need that piece of paper. But the right school, right? Like the well, right I don't know. I, I, so, okay, so you say the right school. I mean, but that's going to teach you about air finding why. No, well, not, so I, I'll give you my personal experience. I went to Rutgers, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I'm born and raised in Arizona. And there's really not a turf program in Arizona. I did do some classes at U of A, but it is insane. But so I'm going to Rutgers learning how to grow grass in Arizona. Yeah. I learned zero. zero. Right? Yeah. We did we did we did a, a, a trees class and we did a plant pathology class and we did an insects class. We did I mean people who've who've done any schooling knows what you've gone through, right? I bring all that back to Arizona and it means almost nothing. Yeah. Almost nothing. And and it, it gives you a baseline to say, okay, I kinda have something to look look for. Mm-hmm. You know. Um you know, but it, it doesn't give you a leg up on anybody. Right. But I think you know, I, I would argue that a guy who's worked in Arizona for 20 years has better education than an 18-year-old who went to Rutgers sure. or UMass or yeah. Penn State or Ohio State or Michigan State for f- four years, right? So um, it's just it's just learning. Yeah. And so if, if – if, well, Jason? Was yeah, there? Jason, yeah. So if, if Jason wants to, you know – save a golf course or buy a golf course or progress his career is just put in the effort yeah. put in the time and think, you're gonna learn real quick whether you want to do it or not yeah you know it's early mornings it's long days it's weekends it's holidays it's not fun yeah it's fun yeah it's definitely fun it's but fun. i know what you're saying but it's you know yeah. when you have a, a family or you have uh, you know social events or whatever that you're missing out on because you're working at the golf course yeah it's those are the sacrifices you make you yeah. know we've all made them um and it's 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 hard it's hey it's i gotta work this weekend so friday night i'm not going out to dinner yeah because i gotta go to bed by eight all the yeah. time because I, oh, I gotta get up at 3 30. Mm-hmm. yeah so if you're if you're cool yeah so if you're cool oh, with fuck it, yeah so if you're cool with that if you're happy with that 
if your family is 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 accepting of that lifestyle, then press on. Yeah. If they're not, then get out now. Yeah, get out. Because you're now. wasting your time. Yeah. I think I had a good conversation. Like that's all great points. And another thing is, the student well is drying up. Yeah. And anymore, it's we've got to find dudes on the crew that are that have that potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because because find finding those grads like it's just, it's not not what we used to be. I was curious about that, and I don't, you know, I've never looked into the data, but I'd be curious to see what the enrollment is in turf programs. It's, I, I heard, I don't know if it's a fact, and I'm probably blown up if I'm wrong, but I heard there was like 24 students at Penn State. That's roughly a number I heard. Well, it's Penn State. I mean, I don't, that's I don't, normal, I don't that's, blame them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't go. Yeah. No, but that's, a, you know, people often say that's the number one program in the United yeah. States for turf. Yeah. yeah. 24 people. You got Iowa State's like, Nebraska's reaching out. How do we grow it? Here's any information you can get. It's like, the problem is, I don't think kids now that are 18 want to go work on a crew for $35,000 a year and have to work 80 hours a week and have to fucking hand water until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, I think culture's they changed too, that. right? I mean, it's not it's not as as yeah. blue-collar as, as it may have been when we were coming up through it. Now well, it's more IT oriented, right? I look at my generation. I can go, I can go develop a, a program to get golfers to come to your golf course yeah. and make five times what I would make being a golf course superintendent. Yeah. I also think of this. I think of my generation versus my parents. Like when I grew up, maybe it was a small house and it eventually it just got better and better and better. When kids graduate, like of my age, they want to move into the house they moved out of with their parents in. They want to, yeah. 3,000 square foot, two story, like the in. So there's this instant gratification yeah. thing. It's like, I'm not going to, what am I going to make 15 bucks an hour on the golf course and work that much for? I want to live in that two story house that my parents were living in. Yeah. Our parents, like, spent their whole lives getting to that point, you know? Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, it's too hard. To, I think it's very hard to gather that group. You're going to get lucky with your ranchers or your farmer, those kids. Yeah. Ones that grew up around yeah. the way it worked. Yeah. And but just happened to have a, like an interest in golf and turf. Yeah. I don't know. So to answer that question, Jason, I, I, it really comes down to the will. Yeah, work your ass off. Yeah. And you'll climb it. That's, I mean, like we just said, do all the things kind of what we just led you in the direction of is, and, uh, you know, you'll just climb that ladder. But I would look into the online schooling, get something, you know, maybe it's you know, you're going to need, I think you're going to need some piece of paper to climb to the ultimate top. Yeah, I think in the end, that, that paper. But it can go on for the but my, couple like, of years. For me, like I say, I make a joke about going to genetics class or, you know, how does nitrogen fixed from the sun and vitamin yeah. D and how the Krebs cycle. When my assistant, he went to a two-year school, technical school, he's learning how to grind. He's learning about, he's out on the top dresser, he's on the tractors, yeah. he's out doing mechanic shit, like. That's the stuff I needed to learn. Yeah. He's more, he's better equipped to start a crew than I was. Huh. Yeah, mine I was, mean, kind of, yeah, mine was just quick. Give me that piece of paper and yeah. I'm, and I'm going to go hopefully work for somebody. it was 100% turf based, mm -hmm. right? Like well, that was your focus. I was yep. going to 3D vectors in space and then genetics class and then soil and like, you know, just to fill all that other history, yep. which I guess is important, but. Yeah, it was a lot of wasted time there. Wait, 100% of my focus wasn't on turf. 25% was. One out of four classes was a turf class. That's you funny know? you say that because I look back at my Rutgers experience and it was 100% on 
the golf course. Yeah. It wasn't like mechanical and grinding, but it was, you know, plants and, yeah. and, and trees um, and disease and insects. But I kind of wish I would have stayed two more years to get the four-year degree. It's kind of making more of a well-rounded person, right? Especially now being yeah. on the sales side, like my communication level needs to be higher than just explaining what's going on in the golf course. Yeah, but that, that uh, that's also going to ask a 20-year-old kid to dedicate themselves to speech class. Well, when you're like... No, I get it. Looking at, in you hindsight, I mean? look back, it's right. like... But, I mean, uh, us now, it's like, shit, I should have paid more attention to communications or yeah. political science or... I have to compose an email? How do I... Okay, let me try. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. It was, those were the classes that was like, I just need to get in and get a grade just so I can get my turf degree. I need to get on the golf course. You know I, I mean? would tell Jason, too, to look at his employer and see if they will help him through school. Right. I, I know I worked with uh, I worked with Troon when I went to Rutgers, and they they, they did cover part of my my school my tuition. So um, then I came back and did an internship with at Kierland, and so you know that, every little bit helps. You know, yeah. especially as a younger guy. But um, you know, maybe even Jason being forty one, he can talk to his employer and say, Hey, I really yeah. want to pursue this. And they can look at it as an investment in him yeah. and say, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll help cover, you know, whatever. Yeah, and you just locked into work. And you lock in and, and you say, yeah, hey, I'm going to dedicate five years of my life to you guys if you'll give me, you know, X amount to, right, yeah. to cover the schooling. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's, but it's got to be a passion because yeah. if it's not, you're going to fail. Hundred percent. Just like everything else, Every, you know. Everything For else. Sure, yeah. You know, but it's not. This isn't. This isn't like a. I'm just gonna go out and mow the yeah. yard type yeah. job, right? Like yeah. I think a lot of people look at right. the industry as it's. It's. I'm gonna get to go out work on a golf course. It's fun. It's yeah. easy. And yes, it's not rocket science. Right. But it's not easy. Yeah, I was 28 years old and was making 40 grand single, and selling fucking sports supplement drinks to fucking meatheads. And quit everything to go work to go to school, and then start at Highlands for nine dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. You know, so I pretty much and uh, I mean twenty eight is definitely looking different back, than. Aren't those kind of the fun days? Oh, looking those, back, those were the I mean, listen, working in Yuma for six bucks an hour, six bucks an hour sucked. Yeah. But the time it was like I didn't. Granted, I was nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't need anything. Right. You know, I would say seventy five percent. Seventy five percent of my paycheck covered my rent. Yeah, twenty five percent went to pizza and beer. Yeah, yeah. 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 You have time to spend money on it. Yeah, else, you know, I, didn't, I didn't have a family or kids. I've said it before. You know, I said it before when I'm, how we kind of got into the industry and everything else was it was a thank God I was single then. Yeah. You know, yeah. both me and Dave were at Highlands and we were there all the time. And one was because what else were you going to do? It needed to be done. And the other was, I got nothing else to do. Yeah. You can't go, you know, I'm not making any Well, it's cool that you're there with somebody that you get along with. Right, yeah. yeah. And you guys are in it together, yep. right? It's kind of like, hey, you know, today sucks. But, but it sucks it. for both yeah. of us. You're here, I'm here. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, we're Let's in it together. Let's get it yeah. done and, and we'll move on. And definitely, and that will help to, you know, find somebody that you you like. Because, oh, yeah. fuck, you know. You with, party with those dudes all the time, too. Because it's like. All right, we're going to party it from 2 to 6, and we're all going to bed <laughs> yep. at 6.30. Oh, yeah. And we'll be back at it too. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Call me if I'm out there by 5.45. Yeah. <laughs> wake, wake me it's up. like, oh, shit, it's 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. You, I used to, you know, when I first got into it, I remember fucking walking out, headed to work, and my buddies would still be getting after it yeah. from the night before, and you're just cruising through like, see, uh, you know. Nothing silvers you up better than cotton oh. cups, I think. Or walk more greens on a human. Oh, walk more greens. It's like you're on three hours of sleep. Like, I don't know 
Spraying greens. How about? And then by number 10, you're like, <laughs> like you start the morning like I'm not drinking again in my life. Boys and I we crushed it last night. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I remember spraying greens in a Tyvek suit in July. Yeah. And this is here in town. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, why are we wearing a Tyvek suit? We're spraying iron and urea. This is this is absurd. I'm just, I'm dying. I'm, this thing doesn't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die. 27 holes was giving away the golf course. It was that. And I'm tied in the spray hawk. Yeah. These yeah. things were just terrified. We can't run a sprayer across these things. <laughs> yeah. We ran a golf course. I'll roll it right after. I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me I'll out of this suit. Every fucking tire mark on this green. We, uh, when we were at Desert Highlands, we, there was a guy that, we worked with he kind of did some of the spraying and stuff with us and he was he was an older dude he was in his 40s and uh he would strip down to like his boxers and then throw on the full tyvek suit on days like that and i was like what are you doing he's like i gotta have dry clothes to wear later yeah. Yeah. you know that was his whole thing it was like i know what's gonna happen to me so yeah. i'll just strip down i'll just Dude, throw my clothes off so fucking hot. i mean I, we used to spray in like early spring uh, the zoysia grass yeah. in Kansas City with Roundup, and I'd still put, because of the dye, like I'd yeah. put a Tyvek suit on, and just be sweating my bag off. I remember sp like spraying Barricade, yeah. you know, in August, you know, before <laughs> before overseed, you know, you're spraying it. What is it, six weeks out, yeah. you know, and you're spraying them because we used to spray Highlands, you know, wall to wall, you know, for the Poe and fucking. Uh, Spraying that in August, full Tyvek suit, fucking face mask, the whole deal, and you're just on a spray rig, no roof, yeah. just buzzing around all day long, spraying it. Fuck. You know, it's funny, we, we stink, we're all stink. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It wasn't it's, enough to fucking get us out. Mm. Because I don't want to be in a cube, babe. You know? No, no, exactly. There's no way. I love free golf. Free golf is a huge, a huge part of this. Not a huge part of it. It's a great benefit. It it's is great the benefit. best perk on planet Earth. Yeah. So I'm gonna play some free golf this weekend. Exactly. Nice. Pine top. Pine top. Yeah, it's gonna be Place a fun course. I like Love it. Love it. Yeah. The trees are awesome. You know, the big old fucking the one of those ponderosa, ponderosa pines. Yeah. Ponderosa pines can play through it anyway. Kind of, probably getting rained out by monsoon. I know, I know. We're thinking of going to try and play maybe Silver Creek in the morning on Friday. It's just good, go pay and track. play just to get out to make sure we get out because yeah, those afternoon thunderstorms up there they always come in this time of year, so we'll probably get rained out. But I'm gonna give it a whirl. Uh, got anything else you want to cover? Fuck man, I think yeah. this is our longest episode. It's, it's for sure. Five. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> we actually had something to fucking talk about. Yeah, for sure. And with that, I'd like to thank you, Gase, for coming on. Oh, uh, I, I, I appreciate we, it. We tried, we tried to do it a couple weeks ago, and you just kept fucking getting sick and getting yeah. sick and getting sick. So glad we got that done, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll uh, see you next week with that. I say uh, later, COVID boys. Hey, thanks, Andy. Uh, couldn't do it without you, buddy. Love you, Mom and Dad. Andy, that beard is ridiculous right now. <laughs>